Hello everyone, I'm Timothy Lawson, host and founder of the One Too Many Veteran Suicide Podcast and Project. Today is Wednesday, I'm here with my momentary reflections. This week I'm actually going to be reading you my TEDx talk. Uh, I'm actually delivering this on Friday at the TEDx American University uh, event, and I'm going to be speaking on suicide prevention, something that all of you know that I'm well versed in. But uh, since you have loyally followed this, uh, this podcast and this project for so long, I wanted to give you a sneak peek into what I'm going to be delivering. Once it is up, uh, I, the, the talk, I will share the video, and uh, I'll even make sure that I tweet out a link to the live stream on Friday. It's going on around 1 p.m. Eastern, so watch your Twitter for that. You can follow me at TimLawson21 or at O-N-E, the number two, many project, one too many project. Uh, this is episode 63, Proactively Preventing Suicide. Hello, my name is Timothy Lawson. I'm a student at American University, a Marine Corps veteran, and a survivor of my own suicide attempt. I first pondered suicide as a teenager. I daydreamed of taking my own life and how the people around me would respond, but I never attempted. It wasn't until earlier in my military career that I took leave to go back home and visit friends. At the time, I was already struggling with emotional health. One night, while I was home, I was feeling guilt, shame, and a lack of hope about several things in my life. I was depressed. I panicked. I went to the medicine cabinet and grabbed the first prescription bottle I could find and chased it with a bottle of beer. I didn't even bother to look at the label. I just downed the pills and went to my room. I laid there on my bed not knowing if I'd wake up. Fortunately, the next morning... I woke up extremely sick, but I knew that sick was better than dead, and I knew how fortunate I was to still have a heartbeat. A couple years later, I started to experience those same deadly emotions. The scenario is much more dangerous. It was one in the morning, and I was standing post in an embassy overseas. I was alone with, th- with three loaded firearms. This time, a phone call home to mom saved my life. I spent hours telling her about my emotional issues She just listened and did what she always does. She simply said, this too shall pass. And she was right. All those times have passed and I stand here today. But after 15 years of depression and suicidal behavior, I want to understand it. I want to know how to prevent it. I want to talk to you about suicide prevention. Let's first think about how we approach prevention in general. If I went to the doctor and said, Doc... I want to prevent heart disease. He or she would probably tell me to focus on nutrition, fitness, and overall care of my cardiovascular system. These are preventative measures that a doctor would give me before I'm even at risk for heart disease. I do not need to be showing symptoms for a doctor to be proactive about my physical health. The culture around suicide prevention is currently reactive. When we see the warning signs, then we act. Is this person giving away their belongings? Do they seem to be talking about death often? Are they distant and detached? I'm here to challenge you to be proactive about suicide prevention. I've had hundreds, maybe even thousands of conversations with people about suicide, oftentimes their own suicide attempts. I've learned what's gotten them there and what stopped them. I believe I've discovered four great starting points. These are emotional services that we can provide each other and things that we can seek out if we know we need it. The first is empathy. You can apply the gold rule or even the platinum rule here, but this is about basic, simple empathy. Show interest in each other. 
Attempt to understand each other's hardships. Listen before you speak and ask questions when you run out of things to say. My teenage years never saw a suicide attempt because my youth pastor showed general interest in my life before and after I talked to him about suicide. He was empathetic from the start. The second is purpose. I noticed this especially in the veterans community, but it's something we can all relate to. We want a purpose. We want opportunity. A great example is this talk right here. A good friend of mine saw the call for speakers for this TED event, and he passed it along to me because he believed I was a good candidate. This gesture reminded me that I have a purpose. The third is mentorship. Plenty of businessmen will tell you that they've had coaches and mentors throughout their success. We should apply this to our own personal lives. Many people want to be a mentor. We enjoy guiding and influencing others to prosperity. Simply ask someone to be your mentor or find someone you care about and take them under your wing. The benefits from mentorships can go both ways. Mentors can live that feeling of purpose and mentees can experience empathy from that person. Active mentorships can save two lives. I've delivered these ideas dozens of times professionally and personally. After a while, I realized there was a fourth point. It took me a while to figure out. It took me a while to figure this one out, and I'm still not quite sure what to call it. But it's knowing that you matter. I had to look deep inside my own suicidal tendencies and figure out what was keeping me alive. I've only attempted suicide once versus multiple times because I know that I matter. My mother will tell you all the ways she wishes she was a better parent. But the one amazing thing she did throughout my entire life was reiterate to me how much I mattered to her. It wasn't about how much she loves me, but how much my existence matters to her. Think of the first three ideas as surface level. The fourth one goes beyond that. It goes beyond showing interest in someone, providing them with the role of society, and providing them guidance. This is communicating to someone that they absolutely matter, even when the rest crumbles around them. I challenge you to try it. It's surprisingly difficult to get this message across. Somehow, our society has made it uncomfortable. It's one thing to tell your friend that you like having them around. It's another to dig out your vulnerabilities, show them to another person, and tell them, I feel protected and safe in our relationship. Parts of our interactions fulfill me mentally and emotionally, and I would feel considerable amounts of pain and grief if you didn't hold this position in my life. This may sound overdramatic, but life is invaluable and it's worth putting the extra effort into saving, whether it's our own or someone else's. While most of my experience has been in the veteran space, I can promise you that these ideas transcend demographic. Empathy, purpose, mentorship, knowing that you matter. You can take these ideas and apply them in your community right now. If you're someone that suffers from depression or other emotional health issues, seek these things out. Go to the people that you know fulfill you and get these from them. Tell them that you need it. If we can manage to take these four starting points, build off of them, and effectively deliver them to those around us, then we may have the privilege of never even seeing the suicidal behavior we are attempting to prevent. Thank you for your time.